0: Network production.
1: This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast, the podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric,
0: hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer.
1: Welcome in, everybody. This is the RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Tech. Part 3, Day 3 of Loretta Lens has come and it has ended. And guess what? We're going to chat about it here, and i got some great guests lined up. But first things first, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free-day shipping it's so easy to see why. You guys should be going to com right now and then clicking on the RMATVMC banner and then continue to live your life, and that helps us get to the races and spend all this money on my damn kid. Uh, it's a lot of damn money. God, we got some great guests in the motorhome right now. I just can't wait to talk about them. Uh, <laughs> Secondly, FXR Racing, use the code KKMX35. That'll save you 35% on anything FXR related. And if you're a lady and you want a little bit more than 35%, email me, Chris at KeeferInktesting.com, and I'll get you a code that is better than 35%. And Racetech, we have the guy here, Checkers, Chris Riesenberg. He's going to jump in here. We're going to talk about some amateur racing and some of his guys that's been racing. If you guys want to go to Racetech.com, they do engine services, suspension. Get your oil changed 20 hours. Come on. It's black inside there. I know it is. You guys don't change your oil in 20 hours. So go to Racetech.com. Get some bushings, seals. Get your a revalve. Why not? You know? And guess what? They do vintage bikes, Aiden. Oh, really? You know how old vintage bikes are? What's the year, do you think, vintage bikes?
0: Uh, probably, like, nineteen seventy.
1: That's oh, pretty good. Yeah, it's probably it's probably like 1989. Probably yeah, now, 1970. Depends
0: or. on the class, Chris. Yes, there's a vintage. You don't guy. do a lot that's of vintage, vintage racing. Voice.
1: There's a vintage voice right there, that's Doug Dubach.
0: That's right. That's right. I've I've turned a leg over a few vintage bikes in my day.
1: We talked about you on the show yesterday. Behind your back.
0: Nicely, or?
1: a little bit. We had some jabs, okay. but you now know. you can defend oh, yourself sure. here. So you're here. <laughs>
0: Come on, I've known you how many years? My my skin's pretty thick.
1: <laughs> it is pretty thick. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us. It's day three. A little bit of a wrap up. What happened today? Uh, We'll talk about Aiden, get you in here and out of here real quick, because the more important people need to be in here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, You're on the low level of importance today. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, am I always, though? No, you're very important. I mean, we're here. This is for you, so. That's true.
0: I doubt if Chris would have come on his own, so. That's true.
1: So we got Dakota Bender, B-Class Rider, Limited B-Class Rider this week.
0: Not this. No, No. just 450B. 450B
1: and Limited, or no? No, College Boy. College Boy. Oh, they're going to take that class can, I'm
0: going to need to see his admission papers. I don't think he actually attends college. Yeah, so well, Mathis texts me yesterday uh, and
1: goes, so in college, boy, uh, do they need to show proof that they're in college? And I'm like, what in the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> so he, that's how bad he does in amateur race. I'm so.
2: pretty sure most of these kids, like, didn't go to school enough to go to college. Right.
1: You had a big one today. Yeah, a little get off. We're going to talk about that in a minute, how you're circling, and we little, didn't know what the hell you're doing. little
2: get off. He yeah, had a lot of get off.
1: So, Dakota Bender, Doug Dubach, Aiden Kiefer, Chris Riesenberg, and God bless him. He just came in here, Denny Stevenson. I cannot wait. It's <laughs> no, is
0: great. that who's standing behind me? Because yes. I haven't turned around yet. You feel the but breath? I did. I felt it. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like old times. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: Uh, all right, Aiden. So, yeah. you had your 250B second moto today? Yeah. Uh, 36th? 37th. 37th. Yeah. So, you're in good company on the outside, though. You had... Deegan. Diggs. That's it. Danger Boy or Danger Man, or whatever it's going to be here soon. I feel like it's <laughs> going to change soon. I asked this mechanic in the line. I go, so, can I ask you a question? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, when are we going to change the name to Danger Man or Danger Person? Because I feel like that needs to change sometime soon. Are right? we bringing gender into this? I mean, <laughs> we have to nowadays, right? <laughs> I guess. Uh, and he's like, when he grows some hair in his nuts, we'll change. And then, and then then Deegan Brian started walking up, and they got real quiet. It's like when Dad <laughs> walks in the room, they're like, "Oh yeah, we gotta <laughs> shut up." Yeah, and we gotta shut up. Someone's in the room, I so. say the wrong and thing. And they didn't yeah. talk to me much after that. And yeah. then you had who else was on the outside? Uh, that's it. Stop, stop drinking that. Who? No, you had um, Phineas. No. 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 All right, so
3: we ran the paddle. Yeah, paddle. I, and I was chipping because parade lap. I went through. Um, uh, A couple of ruts. It was kind of hard. Hard pack. Yeah.
1: And you were worried about. I was a little, I was tripping a little bit. So, Doug, you can help me out with this. You're a father, and you raced, and you had a son that raced, and races. All true. Um, I said, I think we should run a 33. Uh, I think we need to run the paddle. You know what? I, I'm at the point now, I don't even argue. I just said, no problem. <laughs> I just put it on. He's gonna have to lie in it, right? Oh, so.
0: exactly. That's you make your bed. So he
1: did run, and actually, I think it was a good choice. I he thought it was a good yeah. start, and I, I didn't have any problems with it, honestly. So you said my advice. This is good for me too. My advice today was off the start was what to do. What on your parade lap? What were you supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, look! Look towards the edges of the start. So you don't know, have the track markers, right? He's on the outside, right? It's like instead of sh- like shutting off.
0: Exactly. What I told Dakota yesterday. I said. Get a good feel for what's over there, because yeah, you know, I've raced Loretta's a, a couple times in my life, and that was I drew those bad chips first moto, and I <laughs> did that exact same thing, and I hole shot it from gay. I think 39 was the farthest out I ever whole shot it, but yeah. it was because when they were all unaware of wh- how wide that first turn was, I was very aware, and I took and made full use of that, and uh, make full use of the track. Exactly, there's still
1: maybe a f- two feet. That yeah. you that's that's there that you can make moves. So I said, hey man, on the pre lap, go look and see what's over there, so you know what you're going to be hitting if you get pushed out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you came out well, right?
3: Yeah, I think came out. I think like eighth.
1: Yeah. So the first lap, I was excited. You're
3: about sixth or seventh. First lap, I made some moves. I got into sixth, got passed by Preston, passed him back, and then ran that pit, ran uh, ran like the top seven pace for about five laps, and then uh, I blew my load. But then I regrouped last two laps, and then I think I was in 12th, and I caught 11th.
1: No, you were in 11th the whole time. I was? Yeah, the gap. What, what I think, and me and Doug both, we talked about this. You're in this group of 7 to 10, and they're all up your ass in that area, and then you kind of ride tight, right? And I did. And then once you, you kind of got a little bit tired, and you got past, then you knew there was a gap back to 12th. You relaxed a little bit because mm-hmm. no one was up your ass. I did, and then I also started searching for different lines. Right. Too. Well, then you had room, so you could do that, right? Yeah. I think everyone's so protective. Yeah. So what I felt like you rode a lot better today. Yeah. You I'm went from, uh, I said, we our goal was top 10. You went from 16. We're at 11. So maybe tomorrow we'll get in the 10 range. Yeah. And you'll have better gate picks.
3: Yep. So. Yep. I'm just stoked I ran uh, the pace for five laps. Well, I think... I believe you could always do that. I mean, I, I do at times, but like I have my moments where I can, and then I have my moments where I don't.
0: But it's baby steps. Yeah, it's I mean, five laps today, six laps tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you just, you, you can't expect to uh, right. get it all done in one night. Yeah. You got to uh accept what y- the progress you've made and then just com- continue to chase that yeah. progress.
3: And you don't ride this kind of dirt that much. No, I f- I feel a little more comfortable today than I'd have the past
0: two days. Take a bucket of this dirt home. Sleep with it. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Take a jar. <laughs> is char. that uh, is that a technique you use, Doug? Yeah, yeah, I got Loretta's dirt at my house.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Do you have San Jose
0: dirt? Uh, no, I don't have any San Jose dirt, but I have dirt from a lot of different places on my little RC track, so that's oh. uh, I don't know. I think Denny ceremony. has any 1990
1: dirt laying around. He might. Yeah.
0: He's probably still got the jersey, and it's probably still stained with some char- <laughs> some Charlotte dirt. Where is that guy? I just feel him lurking back there. <laughs> it's like a reunion here.
1: Uh, tomorrow, Aiden, you have... First moto of the day. 7.30. <laughs> yep. And then at 4.30 moto? Yeah. I'm so, more
3: stoked on the first Moto. Yep. Because smooth track is my deal. I feel
1: like they don't. Gr- so here at Red Lens, they prep the track every night. Well, they have some prep in between during the afternoon hours, but I feel like they just backdrag it or blade it once, and the bumps are still there in the morning. So they're kind of hidden. Their, their waves are there. They're just chunks now because it's been ripped. So the bump really isn't flat. No. Yeah, so it's th- not a
0: flat straightaway, it's f- more forgiving. Right, But you still have to deal with that developing track where in the later motos the track is at least established as rough or not as it is. You've at least got some predictability about each straightaway, each corner. So, yeah, just <clears throat> you've got to identify what you've got under you on that parade lap yeah. and then take everything it has. Yep.
2: I feel the most shocking thing in the early motos is how much the track will change each lap. Really? Versus like in later in the day how everything is hard. Park- Established. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So Dakota, uh, Bender, he has been under your wing how long, Doug?
0: Mm, a little over a year now. Yeah. I think about Mammoth mammoth last year. So, yeah, a little over a year.
1: So we talked about you yesterday about how um, accomplished you are in your career. You're still around dirt bikes all these years. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you get burned out at times, but you still love to ride dirt bikes. You still love to be around it. You're here bussing your hump, doing things. I think that's rare in our sport to find a guy at your level at some at some point now. And your what? I'm
0: 175 years old. Yes, exactly. Thanks. <laughs> yes, Fif- fifty-nine. Just so you know, so I almost people said sixty. Almost said sixty. Well, I'm, I'm you know, next birthday is going to be sixty, so.
1: So I just feel like that that is rare. It's kind of cool to see, and and guys that grew up with you and Danny, it's cool to see you guys around here that are still mm. like, hey, I still like dirt bikes because mm. that is not the common thing nowadays. You don't see that a lot. Yeah. So especially with working with riders, you know. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you
0: can ask Dakota. I often sneak a bike in and, and ride a, at least one moto with them I think because I'm a bit of an addict.
2: I think <laughs> at this moment, there's no one that wants to ride. At this track more than Doug right now.
1: Right, so we, me and Doug were talking a little <laughs> bit ago, and he said, I can't wait to go home and ride. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to Glen Helen if they're open on Sunday. I'm going to Glen Helen.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to end up being Kahia because Glen Helen has an event. But yeah, I'm going to go straight home and ride.
1: So this Sunday, people, yeah. if you want to see uh, Doug in action at Kahia, <laughs> he's going to be ripping the, sh- the... Come on out. Sh- <laughs> the swell's going to be high at Kahia <laughs> with uh, Doug's YZ250.
2: I can't <laughs> believe he's gone this long without riding. Yesterday when they put the clutch in, he was... He was ready to go. he's tweaking out. Yeah. He's
1: sitting in the in the chair right there.
2: I took the bike for a few yeah. minutes. I, I'm gonna, breaking this in. I'm he was going to wash my bike in.
1: for me. And I'm like, no, it's good. He's like, I, I can't sit here anymore. I got to do something. I'm like, just relax, <laughs> man. i am I good. Relax. So, Dakota, what have you learned from Doug? The, what's the, the one thing you can take away that you've been with Doug for a year? What have you learned the most with Doug?
2: Um, I would almost say he's helped me, like, with patience, kind of. Mm-hmm. Not like, like. Maybe patient isn't the right word, but more calm, mm-hmm. like not like bug out or anything, like freak out. Managing um, emotions. Yeah. Yes, that's how he uses it. I right. couldn't think of the word. <laughs> yes, but managing emotions. <laughs> he did stuff.
0: hit his head today. Okay, we so talked le- about that yet.
2: If people are going to DM <laughs> me, well, what's wrong with this
1: kid? Why, well, why so like? Uh, d- d-? I'm like, so you crashed hard today. I'm up in the tower. We don't see you come around. And you've been doing good all week, I feel like. You've been top 10. You've been that kind of speed. And then I see Dakota cruising. I'm like, oh, shit, he crashed. He goes over the finish line <laughs> thinking that he's going to go into, like, impound area, like he's going to bail and exit. And then he decides, "Nah, I don't think I'm going to go this way. And I'm going to turn <laughs> around and go up the side of the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, gah, gah, gah. and the, the flagger's like, what in the hell? And there's, like, a big uh, scoop tire mark all the way up the side of the bridge. I'm <laughs> like, did he- disturb the <laughs> grass. And Heather's yeah. like, oh, my God. He's so scared to go back to see his dad. His dad's gonna beat his ass. So maybe he doesn't, doesn't want to go back to the to the pit. And I'm like, no, I think he's wrong. I think something's wrong with him. I think he crashed. And then you go around the mechanics area, you go past the mechanics, area. he doesn't even go right. He skips too
0: straight. Yeah, so I yeah. guess
1: I
2: didn't even follow the track is what you guys
0: are saying. Exactly. We we are witnesses. Well I thought he was coming to talk to me. So I kinda scurry over to the fence, you know, in the mechanics area. I'm like, okay, he's kinda coming toward me. He looks right through me. And just turns the other way and goes off and decides to hang out in the infield over there.
2: Yeah. Doug, at that moment, there was nothing running through my head. Give that yeah. mic to Checkers. <laughs> right. So he was I'm out of here. See ya.
0: <clears throat> See ya. Uh, adios, amigo. Hasta mañana.
1: You can sit in that chair, Checkers. Um, so then
0: at that point, I think he was still a little empty in the head. Yeah. And no, you know, this <laughs> is not daily, This just <laughs> after this crash. And then... <laughs> this is you know his words and then I saw the Ten Commandments and then I kind of realized oh wow I'm on the bike and I'll go that way because I think he didn't know, know where the track went because it was first lap so everyone was on the other side of the track so he just sees this empty track and he's like yeah oh, I'm not sure gonna, and I've was, been there <laughs> I was
1: going to have the dude pull you off and you kept dicking off out there I was like something's wrong with this dude
2: I'm surprised Heather wasn't out there uh, if it really? hadn't, she would have been running around the, <laughs> chasing you around <laughs> yeah, the <exactly>. infield <laughs>
1: Uh so how was your week besides today obviously how's your week been going
2: Um the beginning of the week started well Yeah um the first moto, I got a pretty good start in 450B mm-hmm. I was around 3rd and the first lap pace kind of caught me off guard a little bit and then I think I faded back to around 10th that first lap
0: yeah maybe 9th or 10th yeah, yeah it was uh...
1: Has the heat bothered well. you going being from California and coming here um,
2: Honestly I felt good in the heat Okay my fitness I feel like is good right now Mhm so the heat was not really a a factor. Yeah, a problem to me, I feel like.
1: So you've you've been overheated. Mhm. And obviously it's easier to get overheated once you've done it once, right? Mhm. So
2: um I when I first started riding again, I was having problems with that.
1: Okay. So th- if you guys don't know, Dakota had cancer, you went through chemo. And how long ago was that?
2: That was 6 6 years. 6 years, I think.
1: Came back and you rode before this? Right? Yes. Yeah. And then you decided, hey, when I beat this shit, I'm going to come back and ride again. Oh, uh, yes. And that's when our family met you, because you guys both wrote, Aiden and you both wrote C-Class yeah. in 2020. Yeah. You and Aiden, first you thought our family protested you.
2: Well, yeah. Which we didn't. Well, there was someone that told us this. Right.
1: And then you and Aiden come So we're together. clearing
2: the air here? Is that yeah. what I'm No, hearing? we've
1: cleared the air, but just, yeah, <laughs> okay. now on the air, we're clearing the air. <laughs> well, okay, the, first okay, moment, I got
2: you. the first moment of me knowing your family was Heather yelling at me in... Or mm-hmm. Heather yelling, not That's just completely what she does, at me. Yeah, she just yells because I did try, not perp, not on a, not in. On purpose. I'm sorry. Though. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, not in. You got Not intentionally. Yeah, yeah. Not un unintentional. Yeah. Yeah. K- k- attempted murder on your son. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she was pissed. Yeah. 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 Who yeah, the, who the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the
1: fuck is that guy? Oh, I'm like, you got to calm down. I, I, I had your back.
2: Yeah, that was Aiden's fault.
1: Yes, I understand that. And I said, hey, that was actually Aiden's fault. He should have been aware. Oh, oh, oh. oh. here she oh, comes. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. no, it was my fault. <laughs> it was my fault, Heather. Oh, sorry. My fault. You, your
0: ears ringing or something? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Just for so, a moment, and then you appeared.
1: So Dakota. Do you have like
0: a cup against the side of the motor? Oh, what's going on?
1: Uh, so Dakota and Aiden became friends after that. And then uh, you won the C class 250C, 2 250C uh,
2: two, Junior.
1: Yeah, you won that class in 2020. Yes. Now you're back. You came here 2021. Had a bad had a bad year. Yeah. And then now we're back. We started out well. Yes. May not end well, but you're walking around. You're not jacked up, so that is good.
2: Yeah, it could have been worse, especially with. I had a little moment where I hit the finish line pull, too. Oh,
1: I forgot about that. Yeah. You knocked a flagger out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. I'm not claiming that. I, okay. This is what I hear secondhand. It, it's okay. unconfirmed if, at this un- point. If, if that flagger that sits at the finish line, it listens to your show, Yeah, I am completely sorry for <laughs>
1: it. Of course he knows that. You're not, <laughs> not ghost right on. Oh, hey, there's a dude. Ding! I want to get you.
2: So I maybe
0: the takeaway is don't have your back to the... Racing surface. Yeah, I just want to... <laughs> don't see. be looking at some That's girl rule across. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rule number
2: one. I would like to apologize to that man. <laughs> yes. I did not purposely try to kill you.
1: So those of you guys that don't know, Dakota's very soft-spoken, nice kid. This is why I like him hanging around Aiden, because he's not a douchebag. like A lot of 16- to 20-year-old kids that are out there <laughs> nowadays. But I go, dude, what happened? He's like, this is Dakota. Uh, I, I saw a human, and I didn't want to hit the human. So I tried to get off my bike, but I, I think... I just barely missed the human. You just called him a human. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well,
1: I don't know his name. What am I going to call him? A guy,
0: <laughs> a person. He was.
1: Uh, but what we I've heard that they had the backboard out, but we don't know who it for. If but I have heard that he's okay in general now. Yes, but that's good. Yeah.
2: So well, I heard mixed things from you, and then I heard that they had the backboard for me because. I the backboard someone, was out. We're
0: just not sure yeah, if it was for the flagger I, or I for thought, Dakota.
2: I, I think someone thought I was sleeping on the lip of it's that.
1: A bad, if a backboard's out, it's a bad
2: yeah, situation. Yeah, someone <laughs> I feel like thought I was sleeping on the lip of that next triple thing. Yeah.
0: He's so, trying to get it red flagged, even though it was like lap eight. <laughs> so
2: you had some spun, you
1: spun, and then you swapped and went out
2: that yeah, way. I went straight towards that pole.
1: So in now, Doug, you're the coach, you're the mentor. Mm-hmm. What's one thing he needs to work on the most coming back for next year?
0: Just continue that that patience, managing the emotions, because you know he we've all gone down a couple different roads, but in that first 450B, he ended up sixth, yep. even though he dropped back, regrouped, good fight, all that good stuff. The next one, college boy, same thing. Little I was pretty little much. messed up on the start of, it, anyway, without in a lot of detail, fighting for sixth with two laps to go and decided to uh, hit a human and, uh, you know, the finish line (laughs) tower (laughs) and every other thing, Um, you know. So he's had some very good moments. I've seen his riding improve quite a lot, but that's something that I think everyone can uh, uh, do better is managing all that goes on in that eight, ten laps, whatever it is, because what you find is, you get so wrapped up in the moment you're getting a little tired the head usually gets tired before the body even though you feel the body Mm -hmm. then you start making poor choices and that sort of stuff so that's something that he has improved tremendously on Mm -hmm. but the higher you climb the more critical that component is is to manage those emotions and stay within yourself and you know (laughs) kind of address what's going on almost like in a you know panic mode situation. Is it red or is it kind of an orange or yellow situation? And then, you know, perf- you know, kind of bring your intensity up appropriately. So that's something. Do you, do you that listen to Doug
2: or do you look at one ear not the other? No, Doug, I I need to listen to him because he yes. knows what he's doing.
1: So <laughs> this is an interesting point before we get to Danny, I want to get to Denny. But how did, how did you end up getting with Doug? How did that happen? Because obviously uh. I feel like you're so young that you wouldn't even know anything about Doug's career.
0: I uh. told him. Yeah. I told him I went well, to San Jose. Were you one of those
1: guys that track? hey, man, I used to race. I can train you. Yeah. exactly.
2: That's, that's exactly yeah. what it yeah. was. I mean, there's none we, of those <laughs> in California. Yeah, I almost ran him over in the van four times because he would
0: jump in front of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just the strangest thing that he finally said yes. Well, actually, he's good friends with my son, Carter, okay. who they raced together in the 125 class and just around all the local tracks, and we got to know him pretty well. And then it was just uh, the timing was good. You know, he was looking for someone to help him with his program, and uh, the rest is history, as they say.
1: It's nice to deal with a kid that's nice and then has a normal family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know, I know you pretty well, and I know you would not be doing this if that wasn't the case. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> right? Yes, yes. So uh, you think it's been working the past year? You've, you've seen a big difference with Doug?
2: Yes. my Even confidence-wise has been, especially in the last, I would say, like two months, mm-hmm. it's been um, helping a lot.
1: Yeah, I see just from 2020 to now, there's a big difference for me, just what I see. Yeah. You know, so you've had a big jump. I think you and Aiden both have kind of grown almost, you know, side by side. Kind of parallel, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And everybody, you know, Aiden, Dakota included. Yeah. You know, three forward, one back, that yeah. kind of thing. You know, right. they've had their bumps and bruises. But, yeah, in these last few months... You know, I told him you're kind of peeking at the right time, and then of course Loretta's can bite you at any moment, and I think that's a little of what Loretta what he experienced. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we don't think you're going to race tomorrow. We don't know yet. Yeah, but my pops is not looking too pumped. My dad's race. not
0: stoked
2: about riding tomorrow.
1: I don't <laughs> think I think your dad's kind of right, dude. I think you need to chill out.
2: What just based on
0: one I one. Mean, you're, if you're
1: aimlessly a... wandering the Redlands uh, no. water truck roads, I feel <laughs> yeah, like it's kind
0: of an easy identified <laughs> no, no, track. No, no. So, yeah. if you're riding to the edge and looking left and looking right and not making a decision, you see you, a bridge you... and you want to climb it.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's the bad decision. So,
2: I think that once I was not cocking, oh, once Long I extent? was aware, yeah, yeah, of what was going on, yeah. I was fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what we all say. <laughs> I'm good now. I'm I'm back. Uh, I, I'm
0: back. I found my camp my <laughs> yeah. campsite, so I mean what more do you need? Right.
2: Like minus the ten <laughs> seconds of you throwing the the washer?
1: I threw a butt plug at you.
2: I didn't know if you wanted me
1: to AKA say a plug. butt plug, plug uh, a muffler plug, yes. I shouldn't say that. People are thinking, what the fuck are you doing with yes. the butt plug? <laughs> but
0: isn't that uh keeper at it. night or something like that? Well, hey, that's I, a different I, show. <laughs> I got it.
1: Yeah, keeper at night. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's your it's baby ears. No, I don't, okay. don't want to tell you that. <laughs> it's it's still baby <laughs> ears. That's still young. Yeah. That's still young. Um, do you what's the? I mean, is this the biggest race for you all year? Because let's let's your demographic, your the, all the Aiden you, you guys hype up this freaking race so much, and I feel like some of you guys build it up so much in your minds that I'm not saying you, but some kids choke because it's like they just build it up too much you know it's like oh this is the end all be all when it's sure it's an important race but it's not the end of your life if you don't do great
2: yeah the so i was a little bit stressed coming in yeah but then i thought about it and the way it kind of calmed me down was like at this moment if i don't do well like no one's going to care Mm -hmm. but if i do well there is a chance it could change something Mm -hmm. so it was kind of more of a Doug said it's more of an opportunity than a, like... Than a must. Yeah, than a must. It's more of, like, an opportunity that you can prove something versus, like, I'm, oh, I must go.
1: See, this is where I think Doug comes into play. Like, that little thing right there, just a word, like, transforming that word to you is huge, right? Yeah. Because sometimes in our minds we're like, make or break, that's it. Yeah. And then he comes in with another word, you're like, I never thought of it like that. Yes. So... You know, that's really important. you got to think about those things. Yeah. So, and I, you're 20 years old. Yeah. Speak from a guy who, a little late to the game, right? You weren't very young.
0: Well, my rookie year, I was uh, 20, turned 21, halfway through. So, right. yeah, I mean, I was definitely late late to the game.
1: Right. So, there's a lot of things to be, uh, there's a lot of things to look forward to besides just this one race. Yeah. I talked to a lot of professionals. Travis Preston's one of them. Never did great at Loretta Lynn's. Had a great career. You know? So. He
2: did beat James Stewart one year. He didn't did he? beat James Stewart. He,
1: so was, he was the, last, the guy last guy. <laughs> to, yeah. To, and he will tell you that. <laughs> trust me. Many on, times.
0: You don't even have to ask him.
2: It was on one two five
1: too, wasn't it? Yeah, legit. Like eight like, foot tall on yeah, a Honda one twenty five. The slowest Honda the slowest one twenty five <laughs> there is, and yeah. he beat him. Right.
2: Versus like gnarly one two five James Stewart.
1: Back then the whoops were big, so that was the only other guy that could actually go be through in the, the world, realm too. of James and the Whoops, right? So but All right, Dakota, thank you for joining me. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, We're going to go to a break right now, so stay tuned to these commercials. Uh, Support these advertisers because they get our dumb asses to the races. Be right back
5: screenprintingdone.com
3: my dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt do you want to look good but you ain't got the money
5: trying to get some t-shirts made
4: yeah,
3: buddy. go to
5: screenprintingdone.com this
3: is a t-shirt you can get
5: anything you want on that t-shirt
3: i'm about to show
0: you guys how y'all can look fly your
5: business name that's my business your kid's name oh really your favorite phrase like let's go buddy or free jailbirds i agree anything at all screenprintingdone.com t-shirt printing business mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free t-shirts
4: that's what I'm talking about
1: screenprintingdone.com hey Kiefer what oil should I run what weight should I run lots of emails coming in about oil you know what I choose bloodlubricants.com 1040 pro series synthetic oil if you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at bloodlubricantsinfo at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer. Get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So... Great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Email me, Chris, at KeeferRinkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. Ride-Engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that will save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's Ride-Engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts, I mean, I help him as well, but he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap! So go check him out, ride engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, ProTaper.com. I'm currently using SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So Protaper.com, they have race-cut grips. They have sprockets. They have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, Protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Key for Tested podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them, PowerMotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Time. Why you
4: punish me
1: Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15 and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know it takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to LitProLive.com. You can email me, Chris, at for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times. Get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did, and you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Go to LipPro Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. All right, guys, we're back. We have the guys here, Riesenberg, Checkers, and Danny Stevenson. Got to love Danny. And what's even better is Doug's still here. I got Doug to stay a little bit longer to get these two guys right. Love you, Chris. (laughs) At some point in time, you guys have had to hook up in the 90s.
0: We, we have shared some space. We'll just say that. Danny, just you, before we came back on there, Danny and I were discussing our trip to Australia, his first trip abroad, and that was quite a week.
5: I, that's really— <laughs> Two um, weeks. It was you know at least two weeks. Yeah, we, we raced, we raced and, uh, two different tracks. And, and they put us up in a resort in, in between. Um,
0: Is that all I, the kangaroos on the golf course, or that was a different trip? No. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to say that uh,
5: <laughs> you know I learned how to celebrate life in australia you know you they know how to have a good time um we would celebrate after the races and you did not leave any establishment without a dog pile and no shirt oh really <laughs> yeah that's it, it ended every time like that everybody podium sprayed dog pile shirts ripped off all right now did not, we can wrap up the night now they
0: wouldn't hold back yeah i mean that, that was a great group of the Fentons. Yeah, even though uh, John still owes me a lot of money, but uh, we won't go down that shocking road. Shocking that
1: someone owes you, like, someone money. <laughs> I've really only been
0: burned a couple times really? in my whole, you know, 120-year career, but yeah, he's one of them. But, no, just, I mean, great the son, Tony, yeah, good riders, you know, Peter Melton, and was just so many guys that I actually continue to be friends with, you know, years and years down the road, but yeah, what a good time over there. You know,
5: match racing, um, the one-on-one stuff, I remember... I had come from Ultra Cross a little bit before we went over there, and Ultra Cross, you got pretty rowdy, get the fans all fired up, and we did a match race, and I was teamed up with Peter Melton, and I started out behind him, you do, it's like a lap, lap and a half, and I murdered him in the last corner, just stepped <laughs> off the side of the bike, you know, I'm, I, I win the race, I'm got I'm fired up, I'm pumping fists, and I'm like, oh wait, the I'm crowd's an American. Coming I'm over an American. The fence. I think they're coming after me, <laughs> <laughs> literally, like with spears and uh, and and uh, you know and boomerangs, boomerangs and koala uh, bears, and um, and so they, they the proter comes to me and I can see them over there whispering. I'm like, I'm, am I in trouble? You know? And they come over. Well, you know what? That was a that was a little unfair. So let's do that again. Let's line it up and run it again. I'm like at that point. Oh I'm like, holy fuck! He's going to murder me. He's going to kill me now. So he lets me get the whole shot, and the whole time I'm like just going wide, like just go by. Yeah, just go <laughs> ahead. Like no, no, kid, get <laughs> on front. I owe you one. <laughs> I owe you one. So again, I learned the, the aggressive riding was there, and and uh, and the repercussions that come with it. So, oh my But then again, you know, there, there was you know the awesome people, and we celebrated like like men.
0: <laughs> like And men. I was
5: like Omaha, Nebraska, 18 year. I'm like this is how we do it. So I blame <laughs> okay. the Australians for who last, he became who i became yeah. yes <laughs> that
0: was one simple trip down to, oh down under God. yeah
5: and you know, and, and doug you know being one of the you know more mellow of the group you know and uh but yeah i hope i uh, corrupt him a little bit did you
1: ever get
0: loose did you ever get loose, yes. ever get loose with i the think we shared he a did. few okay. adult beverages yeah
5: okay. doug was awesome you know, yeah they
0: had the uh, B- what was the gosh the b52 they'd bring out trays of those things and little shot glasses they Love Almost. Okay. Yeah, that was later, after a couple of <laughs> trades of V-52s. But. I, I remember
5: we had gotten we got to the resort, and they, we didn't have a car or something. And remember you insisted <laughs> we get uh, a, a Volkswagen convertible bug so we can run around town. I mean, Doug... He knew how to make things happen and get shit done. You know, do you know who I am? I'm Doug Dubox. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't happened. my first rodeo. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of like one of those things when, when a plane crashes and you forge lifetime, lifetime friendship with those people. Yeah. That was me and Doug. Like, we're, we're friends forever just from that t- 10 days, you know. That is awesome. In fact, we made it home safe. and yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and didn't end up they like Brittany. We continued
0: our careers without too much fault. Yeah, didn't end up
5: like Brittany Grenier in Russia. We, we, I think yeah, we did pretty right. well. Oh,
0: exactly.
1: All right, so let's talk about Loretta's. How many times have you been here? What's the successes that you've had here, Danny? My first year was 83. Okay. Um,
5: 82, I went to Ponca City and, and did well and got a team green ride. And,
0: and beat Damon Bradshaw?
5: Beat Damon Bradshaw. Oh, As wow. I, yeah. I just heard I, that story. Yeah, I never let Damon. Every time I see Damon, remember 82? I whooped your ass in a 7-Eleven novice. <laughs> and so we, you know, got to team green ride. And then when you know, once you get to team green, you're, you're doing all of them. Yeah. And so Wasn't Ponca bigger than Loretta's back then? Yes. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah back you know. then it was. And so we came here in '83 until '88. In '88, I was doing nationals and you know East Coast Supercross and still coming here and racing. I mean, everyone was chicken was. I think Bra- Morocco mm-hmm. Bra- and Kondrowski. And I won. Yeah,
0: let's stop right there. I whooped your ass in '87 at and yeah,
5: They brought in the old ringers. You oh, and the Manly. old ringers. Yep. Yeah, yep. The old And then guys. they disqualified me.
0: Wow. For a shifter, right? Uh, yeah, shifter. Some, the very shifter that they said was okay.
1: Oh, you told me about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We won't go down that road. I get all fired up. I'll start <laughs> swinging at people.
1: <laughs> yeah,
5: Yamaha brought in the ringers, the old men the the, old from man. the nationals, you know, and uh, and I've known Manly for years as well, so it was like, what are they doing? You know, do we got to get them take on the kids, but I, uh, from 83 to 88, I won a couple youth uh, schoolboy classes, and then my last year was a two T a pro sport or whatever. And my member Kodrowski and I went in, I think one, two, two, one, and I beat him in the last moto and got my third. That's the title here. And then I came back in nice. 06, 07 for the, uh, you know, the, the, the usual old man class and <clears throat> rode, you know, 30 and 35 when you could ride, you know, and be a right. former pro guy and score some points. and, I had some fun. 06 was a lot of fun. I came down with wobbles at Smith and just threw my bike in the back, and he helped out. And I got beat by Treadwell and Gruy and those guys and uh, Keith Johnson. I, I got top five and stuff. and You know, then it weighs on you. Now you start thinking, well, I'm going to do better. I can't get beat by these guys. So, right. I, like 07, <laughs> I took it more serious, started training, and got a, a bike all done up by my buddy Cog, you know, Chris Hunter. Yep. And uh, then the bike broke at the regional. I only made it in one class. And I just started... Started going downhill a little bit. And the weekend, uh, the week sucked, you know, because you're down here for three motos for the whole week. The saving grace that whole week is that my son and uh, my, you know, his mom, Michelle, and all of us came down and enjoyed the family aspect, got to see kind of, you know, what this place is all about, which was, uh, which was incredible. And then I think the last year I was here was by 8.09 until
1: uh, this weekend. Wow. That's cool. Checkers brought you in here and I knew that was cool. So, Checkers, do you have any memories from the ranch back in the day?
6: Uh, A (laughs) lot of hating this place. (laughs) Um, It's really fun to come here when you're not racing. I absolutely <laughs> hate this racetrack. I never broke the top 30. Oh, no shit. So it was definitely a struggle bus every time that I rode. But
4: What I mean, years I, were you here?
6: Uh, 96, 98. So okay. I qualified, or 96 and 97, or 97 and 98. I qualified the first time in 85, 7 to 11, and got absolutely destroyed. And it was a wake-up call, and I was super nervous the whole time, like jello. And then the following year, I qualified in super mini when I was 12, uh, oh. which I didn't realize at the time was a pretty big deal like, to be that young in that class. Um, and I left here and went immediately home and was on big bikes for full-time after that at, at 12 because I was kind of a big
1: human being. <laughs> <A> big human. <laughs> human. <laughs> human. Don't, big don't, human. Don't hit the yeah, human. Yeah. The new human. human. Uh, was the, so I talk a lot about, about this with, with older guys that raced here. Was it harder packed back in the day here versus what it's like now? Um,
6: I think it's actually probably really similar to this year where it okay. has that hard base underneath. Yeah, And it was all the... The sawdust and wood chips are still there, and it just sits on top. And then, but it makes these weird, like sharp bumps. And then you get the acceleration chatter that goes through the hard surface. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just miserable. There's no flow out there. There's no jumps. Like, give me some fair racing and some supercross. And you some want jumps. smooth,
1: <laughs> smooth surfaces and these steep lips <laughs> is what you yes. want. You want to sky that thing season. to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Race Tech has a big presence here. Yeah. Uh, a lot of riders. Avery Long is a. Uh, has been one of your riders back in, in the day. That like he was on Race Tech. Are you still on Race Tech stuff? No, he's not. The team deal that they're on Enzo okay. stuff. And um, I know you're a so big proponent yeah. for that
6: kid and that opportunity. And and just to help him get there. I mean, I've known him since he was on 65s. And I told him after his first moto win yesterday, I was like, I've always known you had this in you. It was just getting all the pieces of the puzzle together to make it happen. And he has a really, really solid program, a lot of support, and that gave him a lot of confidence as well. And he's just matured a lot as a racer. Now, coming into this week, instead of knowing that he could do it, he knew that he was supposed to do it and that he belongs at the front of the field. And, um, well, he's he, working with Kevin Windham, so.
1: Yeah, I just found that out not too long That's ago. Reality. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah so so how did he get hooked up like with Kevin? Too. Is he from around there or something, or what? No, he was, um, I don't know how he
6: stumbled into it, but training with Rob at Real Deal, yep. um, which is now at Farm 14. Yep. Um, he started going down there, and then him and he and Kevin have really kind of built this relationship from what I hear. and um, They go back and forth a little bit, and I guess Kevin will get on the bike and ride with him a little bit. Oh, so no shit. And, um, I guess from what I've gathered is if he, if Avery's going faster, Kevin does not like it at
1: all. He's still so got, he that got that competitive racer yeah. instinct. That's to weird. To him.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah, that's you weird. can't say yeah. that
1: because you mellowed out a little bit
0: uh, well that's after my kid kicked my ass like for the 200th <laughs> time i'm like okay i finally accept it and i've
5: watched your videos and stuff you know when you said when all of a sudden aiden was gonna start being faster than you you're yeah. like okay this is gonna this has changed the dynamic completely yes
1: yeah exactly it's, it's a little different like because i still i'm competitive still but yet i've watched aiden grow get better and better and i'm like God, he's getting closer and closer, and then Heather doesn't help with her her shell game of watch, you know, watches and phones. So yeah,
5: I've heard about. That. I watched the one the video, uh, the the lap time
1: yes. challenge you guys had. Yes. Yeah. So, but now he's legit, like he's he's faster than me, and it pisses me off still. But I can relate. <laughs> uh, how many uh, Moto wins have you guys got? If you know offhand,
6: putting you on the spot. I don't know how many. I know in the the sixty-five, seven to nine class, we've swept the podium a few times, which is uh, pretty awesome. There's a there's a group from like Central California, and then. Um, I think one of the kids is from wyoming as well that are tuned by uh, robbie at drs suspension oh motor. yeah yeah and um it's really cool like we've had a lot of success um our 65 Fort kit's really good so all the way back to days of like hunter yoder and kieran naran and like those type of kids have done super well here um in the 65 groups so that's kind of like our our niche it seems <laughs> like and then um it's cool to have mike back down here racing LSC and he hasn't got a motor win or a hole shot yet which yeah. the hole shot thing is blowing my mind but they were doing an engine swap when i went by earlier it's serious uh, shit going down over there (laughs) what i what i heard (laughs) is shit shirt (laughs) that they slowed the bike down because he couldn't ride it on this track this was the the big dog in there because i guess it's a morning moto tomorrow that's serious stuff man okay so at the regional
1: his bike was way too fast and i just mentioned something to mike and then mike told tony they went back home changed it and i'm like yeah you don't you don't need it that gnarly you know just relax but it is weird that he hasn't hole shut. I did hear yesterday he didn't ride the Pro Sport Moto because he overheat a little bit.
6: Yeah, he was he said he was struggling a little bit with the heat, but I mean he looked fine today when in his moto and I don't think he faded or anything. Cole's just absolutely shredding and he's an off road guy and now these days he's an off road guy and he is so strong at the end of the motos.
1: Yeah, I mean so Cole Martinez is one one in the twenty five class. Um, looks like he's gonna as as well as he's riding, looks like he's gonna take that. Heath is Close, there's this guy in the KTM who's the guy in the KTM that was legit,
6: Hans Neal. I think was up there. No, was that that one, 25. That
1: I gotta look, but uh, between Heath, Cole, and Mike, they're kind of gone from everyone, so everyone else is kind of 20 to 30 seconds back. So, but in the 250 Pro, uh,
6: uh Jake Bomber, yeah. Then, so, uh, where's
1: Jake? I never,
6: so he's he remember he was racing nationals in the Crosley radio deal a few years ago, and then he kind of fell off the face of the planet. And then I worked with Tony at Riverside Raceway, and we had the Vet Regional um, the last couple years, and Ballmark came up, and he was absolutely shredding. He was winning pro sport in 25, and, uh, I mean, he rips. I think he's as fast as he was when he was racing. Yeah, he looked really good
1: today. He caught back up to Heath, so he looked good. Yeah. Did
6: you see Heath bump the gate over forwards? Yeah, so they red-flagged it. They red-flagged it, which I think was the right thing to do for the fact that the guys lined up beside him or even, you know, down a little bit, he'd get distracted by that and you you assume something's going to happen, and so I'm glad it was just a
1: full restart. So I stayed at the start. I didn't tell you this, but this is interesting for you. Uh, I stayed at the start for three races today, and I timed it from when the card went sideways to when it dropped, and it's literally five seconds for the three that I was there. Mm-hmm. So it's fairly long, so I think Heath's timing it. Well, he's pulled every
6: hole shot so far. Even after the red flag, he pulled the hole shot again. Yeah. So and he pulled shot, I think both pro sport motors, right? I believe. Yeah. So I don't know whether he is timing it and relying on it. Or if you look at um, one of my buddies, Ben LeMay, has, has, was, happened to be standing down there on that start where he bumped over the gate. Yep. And the guy beside him was creeping just a little bit right as he went into the gate. So he very well was just that good reaction and starter. Um, and then that guy's a little bit of creep uh, is what actually right. sent him through the gate. Because he was really early, too. It wasn't, like, just a little bit early. Like, he was all the way over the gate now at a couple of bike legs before the gate dropped yeah, for he, everyone he else. Just, and he's
1: lucky that gate went forward and didn't, like, catch yeah. on his knob.
6: The ones... A lot of the racetracks back by me, they have um, little, like, posts there so their gates won't flip over forwards because... Right. Probably back Would in Denny's day with the money races, they probably were bumping well, gates over. It was, forward it was a on rubber purpose. band. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, you take those to the first <laughs>
0: turn. Trust me, I've done more than no, a few It was fairs, a flag. Get, yeah, was, yeah <laughs> I thought it was just some. We had a woman in short shorts with a flag. The
5: we had Yeah, we had to put on a boot and everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like a mako hand on yeah. helmet. Yeah, just sunk it into gear and go.
1: Uh, Two fifty pro sport today. Rider D got the win uh, overall. Right now, go ahead. That Kate. Well, you're talking about
5: Caden Braswell. Yeah. I've never so, heard of the kid. Un- unbelievable.
0: Yeah, no, he's I mean, been he strong. He's out. been strong. I went down to Texas with Dakota. That's when I first. I mean, I've I've known his name just because I've had a kid that's raced these races. Sure. But yeah, he's really uh, solid. Um, Very
1: solid. Caught yeah. up to to Ryder. Like the the four fifty. He just
5: chased him down. He had a line that was inside that sand section right by the finish. Great lines. He was just charging, and you know, let's be honest. A 450 is a better, faster motorcycle if you have big enough and strong enough. To Push ride that it. mic closer, him And and Caden is there definitely bigger and stronger to to do that. And he was just he was kind of tomex style in the sense of just blasting through the bumps. Where I think Hymus and Ryder were trying to go around him a lot, taking more wider lines. Where um, Caden was just blasting through him, and he chased down, passed them both, and then ran off the track there by the finish. And then um, Ryder got ahead of him, and then did his little cartwheel there by the mechanics area. Right. And then today he came from about sixth or seventh in that two duty pro sport and slowly just chopped him down, chopped him down. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Talon was leading. That's fast. what I was
1: impressed by. He led for a lot of the race. Yeah, and I thought he
5: was going to hold on. He just he could see he hit a wall. Yeah. yeah, Ryder got him, and Talon had caught right up, or Caden had caught right up behind Ryder D, and I thought it might get him. Got on some lappers. Ryder D got it on Talon or Hawkins, and then uh, they finished right by one two. So. This unknown kid, at least to me, that obviously all the hype has been all these factor kids. Uh, I'm impressed. So no. I, I hope his career keeps, keeps moving forward.
1: Uh, right now, Ryder sitting on a 2-1. Caden Braswell, 3-2. Gavin Towers, 1-4. Chance Hymus, 4-6. Talon Hawkins on an 8-3. Gage Linville, 6-5. Jaden Claw 5-7. And Ben Garib, 9-8. I thought Garib would be better, honestly. I've been watching him in California. I thought he'd be a little bit up farther towards the top five. I think
0: his starts have been kind of penalizing him because yep. he's had decent speed. I, don't th- I still think he's one to two seconds off those front guys. Yep. So I'm not sure what a start. Maybe it would drag him along. He could, you know, pull those lap times down. But, yeah, he's just hasn't been in the right place at the right time, and it's, he's paying the price.
1: Uh, I'll ask. You watch a lot of pro racing, and so do you. I see a difference in Ryder. Obviously, he's rode some pro nationals. Uh, he got he an injury earlier this year. He came back from that, and I feel like he's a different guy. The way he rides, how he's on the bike, he's a lot smoother now. I super feel super like. patient. Yeah, he's very patient. Yeah, that, I thought that's exactly
5: where it was. He's watching him because he, he knows he's going to get to the front of the pack. I think he knows he's stronger. You know, you go 13-8 or whatever you went at Millville, and come here, you're going to carry an air of confidence and and uh, you know superiority almost. Well, you're not
0: worried about lap 11-12 here. You're not.
5: No, you know, and and you're looking at these other guys who've just been racing amateur stuff. You know, Hawkins did pretty well at Millville. I think 18-19 or something, and. But he knows he's going to wear you down. Yeah. you know he, did, when he I think he fell that very first moto, went back to, like, seventh, and there was, like, no panic. You know, I got 25 minutes. I'm going to wear these guys out. I'm faster. And he, and he's riding really well, and, and you can see that. in him. I, I think when he went over the bars it was kind of just an anomaly, he hit something, slatted. And kind well, of sometimes when you
0: get a little gift, you have a, far, a little brain fart, you know, like, oh, oh, wow, you know, I wonder how long he was down. He might have just been distracted for a second. Yeah. Because Braswell did what he did. Because, yeah, it was just very uncharacteristic of... Yeah, he didn't have to pass rather than
5: just, you know, okay, I'm leading in literally two corners later.
0: Yeah, but that, to me, those are brain farts. Those are... You've lost focus just for a moment, and, I mean, this place more than any will bite you.
1: Going from past Loretta Lynn's pro sport motos, do you think Ryder D is heads above everyone else here? Or is it closer than we think it is?
6: Um, I think he's more more mature than everybody. So I'm just talking like between, raw speed wise, you think? I think there's more under the hood for him. Yeah. But he's got he's got more of a pro style now versus an amateur style like the amateurs you see them scrubbing like all the way to the bar stop off everything for instance. A lot of, waste the riders of energy still. Yeah. Scrubbing and confidently going and I think he's going just fast enough to not be over that line and over that limit where I feel like a lot of guys in the amateur level they they ride over the limit or right past it a lot and it bites them. So I feel like that gap could actually be a lot larger if he was riding like an amateur, although it could reach up and bite him. He's um, so got good
0: him. race management. I mean, yeah. you watch him; he is.
1: I think that's it. No
0: more, no less. Oh, yeah. absolutely. No yeah, wasted energy. Just, yeah, just telling him, you know, I, I hope that Ivan is kind of just giving him a glimpse into the future and going, "This is how it's done. Mm-hmm. We need to start now. Right. You don't do stupid stuff."
5: Yeah. Those eight motos at the Nationals are invaluable. I mean, he would learn so much more than what, like I've always said. Anybody could tell. you got to yeah. race. you got to race. you got to race. If you're mm-hmm. sitting at a camp racing some locals, you're not getting. You can see, like, again, he, what he's, like you said, he's not wasting energy. He's not scrubbing. He's not doing all these stupid things that some of these amateur kids do that think they're gaining speed. Do, like, all you're doing is wearing yourself out. And he's very patient, again. And I, I think he's, I don't think he's light years ahead in raw speed at all, but he's clearly the most consistent. And uh and putting the bike where he needs to do it and get to get to the front.
1: Going to Unadilla, So he'll be there. I think Chance is gonna go ride the last couple. Uh most you know, I'm sure Talon Hawkins is gonna do that. So I heard Deegan, uh Iron Man, huh? Yeah, I heard Deegan's gonna go A and he's I mean he's gonna ride the the last national of the year. So that'd be interesting. And let's talk about Deegan a little bit. he he's good, but I thought he was gonna dominate. He's had some bad luck. He's had a you know, a couple falls, a wheel break. A lot of wheels are breaking this this week from that quad into the sand. I think that's what's doing a lot of these wheels.
0: Yeah, and I think that rain they had last year washed away a, a huge amount of topsoil. I think yeah. that hard stuff is there
5: and brought some rocks maybe in.
0: Yeah, there's just a lot of hard stuff. Yeah, yeah there. I don't ever was, remember
5: wheels breaking here, getting flats. <laughs> or Buddy Matt Bike no. got a flat. Uh, the blue, like lap four. Um, that's more something you would get at Ponca. You know, yeah. the harder,
0: harder edge yeah. stuff. But uh, would so. Your point. Dig
1: yeah, i just say, Bannock is sitting with the 401, Evan Ferry a 3-3. Uh, so those guys are really close going the 250B motos and the last moto. Preston Baseflug, do you know much about, much about him? Just from
5: reading things, and, uh, but not much. No, I and actually haven't really seen those many motos. It's just been, I've, I've always been in the wrong spot and I've either been back at the camper or, you know, the only moto I saw was the very first one when Hayden broke the wheel and then Evan, I think, ran three, that moto. Um, then I talked to Timmy a little bit today and he got another third, as you said, so... I have I've kind of missed that moto. you know. You've been watching speaking, the B motos. Yeah. yeah.
6: Speaking of uh kind of mature style, Bennick is is that way as well. He's yep. very, very efficient on the bike and um I don't know whether he really stepped his game up, um, or if Hayden's not doing what I, I expected him to dominate and destroy these guys. I honestly really did. Um he's an extremely talented rider. He's got a great program and he knows what he's doing. Like he's coming here prepared and expecting to win and um I think it was the moto yesterday. My I don't know if it's schoolboy Two or two fifty B. They're basically the same class, right? right. And, um and Benick was just standing up, cruising, riding kind of Euro style, real smooth, and um he had he had Hayden's number in my in my opinion, speed wise, like he he had him. So I was really, really impressed with him. Um I think I this track kinda
1: evens the playing field a little bit as well because it's so tricky and tight. Um it doesn't flow very well. So like the outsides are very far outside here, unless it's very smooth. Everyone's trying to go to the inside of the middle, and then you find this middle line that's pretty good. And so I guess it's just a matter of who makes the most mistakes because you'll see lap times vary five seconds, and you don't really see that that much on normal tracks. That just not...
0: shows how tricky this place is. Yeah,
1: so it's just tough. Uh, Hayden is actually leading the schoolboy two class uh, with the one, Daxon and Bennett two, Mark, Phineas three, Base Fluke, four, and Julian Bomber, five. So um, he's still in the hunt. That's tomorrow, early in moto, yeah. 730.
6: Bomber's been better, too. Like He's actually latched into that lead group where, you know, I think in the past he would be kind of the next guy, mm-hmm. but back a I saw multiple motos where he's – or I've seen multiple motos where he's latched into that lead group and maybe not beating them, but he's right there, not 10 seconds behind. You know, he's, he's keeping in touch with them. Um, Base Fluke has had some – some really good laps, but he hasn't put in full motos together yet. But it, there's there's something there with that kid. I think there's something special kind of building and brewing for him. I just hopefully it happens soon enough where he can get some real support when it comes time to go pro, which is not far around the corner for him.
1: Look, I'm a part of the B class with my kid. It's fast. I mean, so deep. It's just yeah. as fast as some of the pro guys. So it's it's insane. Like these well, the guys I talked to said that
5: it's probably deeper than the A's. Yes, as far as it, and the speed might be.
6: Maybe not as
1: fast, obviously, as Ryder and stuff, but it's deeper. I mean, you, know. you got seven guys that could probably win schoolboy or 250 B-class.
6: For sure. Um, the open pro sport has a little more depth because you have a few of those older guys that yep. are in there. But um, otherwise, I definitely think the B-class is in the other one that's really, really deep. So I've been watching the 125 classes. Yep. And there is a lot of depth and speed there all the way into, like, 15th place. It's it's pretty insane. And um, You know, I'm not a big
1: two-stroke guy, but... I sat behind the, the schoolboy One Moto, the start, and your eyes are burning a little bit, and the smell. And the sound it's it's badass i just I, our buddy tony Wink started the plus or 45 was
5: just after that 125 schoolboy and i got my phone you know filmed it's like well, i'm gonna take that home and you know they'll help me sleep at night you yeah know? exactly <laughs> plus it's like you said the fumes i'm like a little did high still bo- did that. you bottle that <laughs> up and i did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I inhaled <laughs> held my breath for a while a little <laughs> okay <laughs> let's go watch some races <laughs> you know but uh, you know i haven't been here for a while and but I just, you know, when you brought up the raw speed thing, and we always laugh about raw speed on our text thread, Check, checkers and I and Gilmore and stuff. And I've just not seen, you know, obviously a lot of great riders, but I'm just not seeing that Elite? wow. Yeah. There's not a wow factor I'm seeing. You know, I'm good riders, but, you know, Hymas, I, as great, going to be, you know, he's done great. I'm not ever going to talk badly about any of these guys, but I'm not. He's had a little bit of a un a little disappointing week, I guess. And uh, it is, it's an all ideal. And, and to put all your eggs in this one basket, as you were saying earlier, is, is I think it can be a mistake, but I just had you know. There's not that James Stewart. Obviously, there's not many of those. But I I was hoping I would see like Hayden come out there and just dominate, you know, right. or or uh, <sighs> Ryder dominate. But I'm just seeing racing, good racing, but I'm not seeing that. Like, oh, they're gonna show up and run top ten at the national.
1: I guess that's kind of what I was saying about like Ryder D. He's fast, but there's guys closer to him, so you're not seeing one guy just dominate. Yeah,
5: or two guys, you know, or anything, you know, I mean, right. back in the days, you know, I think we had one of the most strongest graduating classes in, you know, 88, 89, which, Patash, Fitzbradshaw, Larocco, Kudrowski, Larry Ward, myself, I mean, it was loaded, and he showed up and ran top 10 immediately, Right. you know, and, and again, it's a much deeper field, I understand that, and I'm not, you know, yelling at clouds and get off my lawn, but I'm just not seeing that same type of wow factor of, of the youth, and I don't know why that is, a lot of great talent, but you know, there's a reason why the best riders in the sport right now are in their late 20s and early 30s because it just hasn't really evolved as quickly and as, as much as I think it used to, you know. And I'm not really sure why that is. If they, maybe they're sticking on 250s too long. I was talking to Tedesco in the infield and, you know, the fact that they don't ride, you know, they, they're all 250s. You know, they don't rarely uh, do they move up to a 450? Right. I asked him, is that something that you think is right or should they ride for 50s? Like, no, I think they should stay on 250s. Okay. I think they should ride both. You know, why not? Get the experience of riding the bigger, heavier bike. I think could benefit the, the, the two hundred and fifty. Um, and then he was even kind of, comp- you know, he was like, "Well, unless Alessi shouldn't be out there. Why is he getting out there?" Well, if those kids are worried about Mike Alessi, they're gonna have and a they lot got of, some problems. They right? got some problems, yeah. 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 If they're getting away the of their championship, then and then that first four open pro sport. I think it was uh, Harrison and Alessi are out one two. And, I'm and, like, and well, Martinez this is, too. This is a little <laughs> underwhelming for these kids to be getting beat by these old guys, you know. Um, so I don't know. I, I think some of the the Training camps are getting a little old and a little, you know. I don't, I don't think they're quite getting the experience that they that they need when they show up here. I think that they show up at a national. I believe that the the competition are not quite. I think they're overwhelmed by it. Um, and I just, I think these kids need to race. Well, more. it always
1: goes back to, I mean, you guys know this, like gate drops. The, yeah, gate drops. <laughs> <Every> <laughs> amateur weekend. racers, they're just grinding at at a at Can't, a club at the local yeah, yeah training facility. But also, at least on the West Coast side of things, there's not that many races. Yeah. So yeah. at we, in Southern California, we don't have a lot of racing like we used High to. High-level racing. Yeah. You yeah, don't I mean. have the Golden States, you know. We, you know. Yeah, I mean, how you'd how many... have to choose back in the day <coughs> if you want to go GFI or do you want to go Golden State. Like, th- you'd have to make a choice. trans right? right? I mean, there yeah. was weekends. That we, yeah,
0: but, well, without screaming at kids on my lawn, it's, yeah. I mean, Golden States were gnarly. I mean, right. there was.
1: That was a national. Uh, exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, there was qualifiers. I mean, everybody showed up. I saw
5: like a, a ranking, like it might have been late '70s or something, the top 100 Southern California pros and the top 100 Northern California pros. And there were names you couldn't believe they were in that. But, I mean, enough riders that you could have two 100 lists of just splitting the state in half, you know. And, again, I agree with that, you know, even in but the Midwest. what
0: brought all that, what raised that bar was having competitive racing week in, week out.
5: And you could race, you know, a lot of states and you know, four times a week, you know, three times a weekend, you know, mm-hmm. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. You go chase,
0: yeah, you'd ride all these night races. You'd go, well, for us, Saddleback Saturday, yeah. 30 plus two motos. And then you could go chase, you know, open up the old Cycle News newspaper and go find that purse race. Yeah. exactly.
5: That's and that's how my dad, you know, and we'd find, you know, when it started getting cold in Omaha, Nebraska, we'd he'd open up a Cycle News. Where are we going to Kansas? We're we going to Oklahoma. And that's how I met Fro. Is we were his dad was doing the same thing. And you know, if you weren't work, racing fifty times a year, well, you were you falling know, behind. You were falling behind because you needed those. You know, even if there was Fro and I would line up, and there'd be three or four of us, and we'd split three motos. You know, in stock mod 105 and it would just be him and i sometimes but you know you knew that was the guy you're going to have to beat at the nationals so you're going to have to beat him at a local
0: no yeah. exactly i mean you go to little night races you know and names nobody <laughs> listening to your podcast would remember but yeah you had these hot night guys that you know the gary dentons and all these guys that would just be so fast yeah. it didn't matter no, you, it, you learned a lot in yeah, my, those four lap six lap night races the whole race lasted you know 6 minutes yeah. but man you learned a
5: a ton. a volume.
0: and Because
5: <laughs> you didn't know the track, or you didn't know what these people were. There was no social media, obviously. So you had to show up at the local track. You rode a few laps in practice and go beat the fastest local kid.
0: you know? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Do you think, I mean, obviously, life has changed, social media, everything. Do you think some of that has to do with being ex- there's more things accessible for people to do besides riding a dirt bike?
0: Well, and I think there's a lot of distractions. Okay. You know, uh, when we were kids, we did nothing but ride our dirt bikes. Run, cycle, swim whatever it was. Yeah. All we want to do was get to the next race and, you know, develop that racecraft and and again, I think gate drops is so important and I think that's one of the things that's been lost. And I don't know which came first, you know, the, the chicken or the egg. Yeah. But you know, did the racing kinda go soft so then the kids stopped racing? Or did the kids stop racing and that kinda took these promoters, you know, out of the big
5: And the fact you and mm-hmm. I both and I haven't spoken to you about this, but we both have that same thought process and I've been saying it for a little while. That's I think that that's something that uh is legitimate yeah. drop yeah. aspect of the sport and again there's are many other things to do for kids a lot of other distractions and um you know like it or not we love the sport but at the end of the day it is a bit of a niche sport it's not it's become very expensive you know like I said I haven't been here for years and the haulers have gotten bigger the campground's <laughs> a lot <gotten> more <laughs> space yeah. yeah we used to spit, you know fit everybody in the eighties over there by in stagecoach hill and then, uh, around beyond the starting line and now It's an expansive, expensive sport and uh, a lot of commitment. So, you know, Mm. great job to everybody here. I'm not (laughs) speaking down to them at all, just a different aspect and a different way to kind of look at things.
1: Wrap it up. One uh, thing that surprised you today or this week that you'd like to mention for all you guys.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll go first. I don't think it's really a big surprise. I've followed Ryder. You know, he's similar age to my kid, and, you know, I've watched him forever. I knew, uh, and I've been to some of these local – uh, you know, Texas and things all year long. And so I, I expected what I saw there. Uh, Braswell, he's definitely, you know, he's kind of stepped in and I think uh, answered the call. You know, he's been strong. Uh, some of the B classes I think are, are, are really impressive. You know, some of those guys are there, uh, you know, it might not be a super deep field, uh-huh. but there's some speed there. But, you know, a little bit like Denny said, you know, there's not the, the standout guy that's just, four seconds a lap faster than everybody else and uh, you know i came here from you know kind of 07 08 to 12 i raced here like six years and some of those years there's some fast fast kids that were you know i mean tomac and a lot of guys that skipped a and you know a little bit like what deegan i think is gonna do i don't know if he'll come back and do a as an amateur yeah i don't know but yeah you know it's i wish it was deeper yeah, but uh, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of talent on the horizon,
5: Danny. I'm shocked at how many ex-pros think they're coaches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I'm joking. Oh, man. say, really? Are no, you shocked? It, by no, that? I, I, no, yeah, it's it, you know I've ran into so many people and, and that are down here working with somebody somehow, and that's something obviously I never got into because I don't know, I just never was something I was interested in, you know, and just uh, not the babysitting part, or. Uh, um i'm a you know bud man is you know i love to use Budman t- does a great job he's a great coach yeah. i mean it's, it's, aiden did some stuff with him and he's great yeah i mean i can admit you know i i sometimes i don't know how i did it or what i did it to yeah. put that into words and actions and you know as, as Rhino would say you're locking your hips and shit like that
0: i i lost the keys years ago i yeah. don't know how to unlock mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um
5: I, I think it's a skill and a talent and obviously i think some are beneficial and i think some are just milking the pipeline let's be honest um but, again, great riders. You know, to this kid here is, is epic, and um, I'm just enjoying I haven't been down here for a while. connected connect with the industry. There's been some great 60 rider classes. I think I watched this kid named um, number 22 on a gas-gas 60. Oh, really? His name was Alex Cambigley He's uh-huh. from California. I know he had badass little style and fast fast house gear. I watched him move to the front. He crashed, went back to about fifth, charged back to win the, the race. And I was like, that's what it's about. That kid's going to remember that. And, uh you know, it's gonna be one. I hope it's not maybe his highlight, but uh, it was. It was. I dug watching him, and I think there's lots, lots of little levels of talent. And I hope these kids just keep progressing and and, and moving forward and having fun.
6: Checks. Um The 125 classes, like I said, it's been amazing. And uh, I have to look up his name again. Yeah. Noah Stevens. Oh yeah, he's good. Super, super yeah. good. And he hasn't necessarily. I think he won a moto, and he's mm-hmm. gotten past later, but I think Cochran's a really, really talented rider. So even to be close to him and. I kind of, like Deegan, expected him to dominate the 125 classes, and he's been good, and I think he's won all but one of the motos, but he hasn't done it in dominating fashion. Um, so both Noah Stevens and then also um, Logan Best has been on a Yamaha program, mm-hmm. and so he's been on mini bikes, which Yamahas aren't as good as the KTMs um, on the mini bike side for sure. Sorry, Yamaha people out there. But now he's on a – and maybe not even as good on the 125 as the KTM Husky. I haven't ridden them myself, but – you don't see as many of them, so I assume they're not as good, and, and he's in the mix on that. And It's really cool to see him kind of go to the level from like a fifth-place kid to a battling for wins kid, so that's really cool. Um, but, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of depth in those classes, and – um, that means the B class is going to be really loaded next year. Cause yeah. you have a few kids right. like your son that'll stay back. And then <laughs> I know I'm thinking about these that. Crazy like, oh, he's going to be, in. he's
1: going to be, you know, top five, top three of these kids are to exiting. I'm like, I forgot about Schoolboy one and those guys are going to come back up. And yeah,
6: but I mean, I saw that we saw it with Avery long, like yeah. last year he was his first year in the B class and they chose to hold him back to try to become one of the guys at the front. Right. And it's doing exactly that this week. And you know, there's something that comes with that confidence of, of being the guy instead of one of the guys in the top 10, you're, yep. you're the guy. So, um, I don't think that that's a bad route to go. I, I would actually encourage it unless you're dominating and winning up front anyways. And then you have to move up that taking your time and having that second year to grow. I mean, these kids are young two fifties are challenging They're big bikes. So, yeah. It's big versus rushing it. Um, Take your time as an amateur, I think is almost the better route like they're kind of doing it with hymus even yep, um to make sure you're prepared when you go pro and are a little bit more mature. I know that was one of the things Tony Alessi said about McAdoo when he came out. The reason he liked him so much he was a he was a little bit older and so he had a little bit just more maturity in his in his life in general versus um taking a sixteen year old kid or a seventeen year old kid and throwing him out in California at the test track you know and right. and going racing so um
1: it's you have to deal with a lot of adversity when you go pro, right, so there's a lot of that. Uh, big surprise for me is Joe Aloff's kid. Uh, Liam Aloff in Super Mini 2. Uh, he had to work his way back up today, and he came from dead last off the start and came back to second. Uh, Jeremy Fapani is a KTM rider. Uh, Liam beat him yesterday, but the speed that Liam showed, and I've watched Liam grow up, you know, Joe lives right down the street from me, so it's pretty impressive to see how far he's come. He was, he's a Buddy Antunes guy. Yeah. He, uh, he trained with Buddy, and then he went back east. Joe... Took some time off work, and he went back to Matt Walker's and did some things. And then he's been going to Ohio, where Joe's from. And I just see, yeah, a big improvement from Liam. I think he's been doing really good. So I don't know if you got to watch.
0: No, I've I've watched a few of those, and I think he's definitely got the speed and kind of the uh, maturity and the confidence to win. He's just got to get out of the gate.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's always been his heel. Yeah, I think that Mike Brown's got a shot. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's surprising how dominant that guy is. Keeps his that head, guy? He really keeps surprised. his head down, and uh, he could have a good career. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I hope Mitch, I hope Mitch discovers that. You know, him. i got to
0: manage that guy in a few weeks. That's him. The world oh, of the World MX. Not Farley anymore. Uh, Fox Hills. Yeah, Fox, I'm yeah. the Team USA manager. I reminded him. You go see, I you're going to go see manager. Doc Wobb? Going to go see Wobbs. Nice. Tell myself. we are going to take it home?
1: Is the USA going to take it home?
0: I sure hope so. I don't know if Zach's been riding much or Villapoto.
1: You, Brownie, Zach? No,
0: no, no. I'm not on the team this year. You're for the, the first time, are you I'm the, DeCoster? You're the Decoster? Yeah, I'm the Decoster. Of DeCoster the yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> the Zach man Osborne, and the doctor. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's uh, Zach Osborne, Ryan Villapoto, and Mike Brown. And they changed the format a little bit this year to a three-man team. Okay. And uh, so I think we have got a good chance. But there's they've moved the ages down, so now all these GP guys are going to pop in oh. and pre- pretend they're from. You know, uh, Ireland or like, something like our, like our Puerto Rico team. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but because uh, we've been over there, I've been going nine years. We've only won twice, with some pretty good teams though. But uh, yeah, and they, Zach's they, racing they, in they Canada
5: s- next week, right? Yeah, doing, yeah. Uh, hopefully he'll get uh, get
0: Deal, some good right. hard laps under his get belt some arm there. Pump. Yeah, get some arm pump yeah. and be, get ready.
1: All right, I'm not going to leave here because I'm not going to let this go. I got him in the motorhome. Where are we at with riding? Danny? <laughs> where, where are we? <laughs> where at? did that come from? I mean, <laughs> I was with him the last time he rode. Yeah, no, I... Do you uh, get the itch to ride when you, no. s- when you come here? Do you ever feel like, I just want to go ride my dirt bike? No, or I, dirt bike"?
5: I don't like riding. You really? Know, I, I, I liked, you know, I, most of my training was rate, motos, motos, slamming, speed, you know? Yeah, yeah. Feeling that edge, you know, going faster in every corner. And um 06, 07, like again, was fun. I had a 450, and then 15, 16, I think it was, I got a buddy of mine's YZ-252 stroke. There's just not a lot of places to ride anymore by home. There was okay. a great track we'd go to every Tuesday night, Thursday night. They'd have a track prep, just like a night track and hammer it out. Some motos, hang out with your buddies. 15, 16, I'd a 252 stroke. Only time I would go ride it would be a race and i well, crashed that's why
1: you're fucking up because you're going racing
5: yeah no i agree you know I'm with you. i went the preparation value um yeah. i really do not know how to, much how to work on a motorcycle i hate to admit that at 51 or so <laughs> i mean i eventually the bike needed an oil change and tighten the chain uh and i just sold it i said screw it you know <laughs> tires ball an air filter and an oil change I'm, I'm out oh <laughs> grip? it's expired. for sale it's on it's facebook marketplace so i uh but no I, you know I, I don't anymore you know i uh not the itch, no itch, no itch. You know, me down. When you, it, you, I, I had a problem. You know, the fact that you guys have always stayed, you've always ridden, you never stopped. You know, Keith Johnson, Tread, you guys, um, Brownie. Um, I, well, I take five, six years off. So it, as you get older, those, those times take those years. man. you, come back and you're like, instead of seeing things and reacting, you're like, oh look at those bumps, I should miss those. Oh shit, I'm in the bumps. You <laughs> right. know, it just the reaction times are different. It's just uncomfortable. I did hit the ground a couple times on that YZ250 that was. You hit the. It's like Painful. lightning. It's like <laughs> Thor's hammer hits. It's yeah. like lightning. Like wow. It's like I forgot about how bad that. Was. How bad that sucked. Yeah. And um, you know, working construction, going to work on Monday, all beat up. You're like, man, this isn't really worth it. And so I don't. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I love the sport more than probably as much as anybody possibly. I watch the races every weekend. Um, I have my favorites. I love breaking down the sport like you like we do with uh, Mathis or whoever I can talk with and yeah. write about. So. That aspects never changed, but I, you know, I respect the sport enough that I'm just like I've done it, and uh, I came out and left the sport on my
6: terms, and uh, I'm good with it. So don't yeah. try to blitz a set of whoops with off-road suspension setup yeah, you know, else. Yeah, big problem too. I have, I have got even part. when Checker says, "Hey, Denny, send me yeah. your stuff, and I'll build it for
5: you." <laughs> That's oh, it. it's okay. It's not that bad. Oh, good. So I tried to Sam twice in the s- same track, same exact section, two, two a year apart practice at the farm same result yeah i'm like to sand whoops (laughs) i'm like and then the last sand whoop you'd bounce over this big pit on top of this tabletop and take off and so i did it a couple times each time and then the next time like i got in sand whoops and meanwhile like again this is off-road suspension i got from my buddy's bike checkers like yeah send your suspension in what what tools do that? And,
4: you know, <laughs> you know,
5: like right, call do that I help send call. the whole like, bike? Do you come over and take it off? Yeah. Me. yeah, exactly. Do so I have to yeah. send you, the whole you, bike? Could you drive down from Minnesota? From Ohio? Yeah. I have to, do I crate it up? I just <laughs> brought Don's. Like <laughs> I don't want that. my dad's. Like you know, <laughs> okay. I've did enough shit for you. I'm done with that stuff. So, yeah, you're on your own. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, yeah. All
1: right, well, I just wanted to get up on you a little bit. To see no, you that's your...
5: fine. And, and you know, and even my friends, our good friends, they are always texting. You know, why don't you want to do it? I'm, i I have a big been there, done that. You know, on that type of deal. So I'd rather just be a spectator. And I think. It's a definitely, I think, about a 50-50 these days. A lot of stay on it, and some don't. So I'm, a, I'm, you know, at 51, I'm good. All
1: right, guys, that's been our show. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Denny. Thank you, Checkers. Appreciate you guys being on here. Will you guys be doing for uh, Kiefer after, night, or after dark tonight or anything like that? Uh, you, you're <laughs> surprised how many people roll by this road right here and say, Kiefer after dark, when's that? I'm like, oh, boy. Aiden's like, oh, God dang, dude. Out <laughs> well, thank you for having <laughs> us. I, I, we, our friend just raced Tony Winkley, said, and
5: Checkers, it's like, hey, I'm going over to see Keith. you want to come? Well, That's that, good absolutely. to see
1: you. I'm glad to see you here at the races. That's
5: cool. Yeah, it's great. It's a great industry and great people. It's nice to see everybody. And uh, long live
1: Loretta's because it is hot. <laughs> Let's, hopefully it rains a little bit and cools yeah, it down it, a little bit. It's hot to, to be a spectator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good <laughs> good All right, guys, the support the advertisers, support the show. keeps us up and moving, and we'll see you on day four. See you tomorrow.